y'all know about sports. You are now, you are now, you are now, you are now listening to the Best Damn Sports Podcast, period, period, Welcome, everyone, to the What Do Women Know About Sports podcast. I am Brie Nicole. And I'm Vicky D. What's up, everyone? It's been, a, it's been a fairly good week in the world of athletics and sports. <laughs> yeah, um, except for a crazy trade. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was bananas, but we're going to get to that um, towards the end. Um, first, let's just give you some house notes about, I guess, the Cardinals. Um, they're still sucky. That's pretty much it. They suck. <laughs> well, they're in the middle of the pack in the um in our in the central division, National League Central Division. They're still in the middle of the pack. Uh coasting. I don't even think that they're coasting. Like overall league standings, they are closer to being at the bottom. Than they are anywhere near the top. Not only the Cardinals, it's other teams, but you know, we're not gonna completely diss them. No, they 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 coasting. They they I mean I'm compared to other teams. I mean, I guess they got a floaty on so they're not drowning completely, but they they close. <laughs> yeah. But in other baseball news, so the 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 you know baseball is considering um their whole protective netting thing. Because, you know, the netting only protects, like, only, like, the um, home base, like, behind home base. But it's not, it doesn't protect, like, the, you know, the whole back, like, what do you call that? Like, the. Like, it was a fly ball going towards the back of the field. There is no netting back there. Exactly. So, where all the foul balls go. And it's been causing a lot of fan injuries. Like, most recently, um, a Chicago Cub fielder, um. This was during like the fourth inning last May, and he watched a foul ball strike a two-year-old girl in the head, which fractured her skull. And they've been having a lot of like f- like fan injuries this season, so they're kind of yeah. reconsidering like the you know whether to extend the protective netting at baseball stadiums, which I think they should. But I mean, it's not going to protect every you know like everywhere but i mean i think they probably should I, th- I think they should um like i know in hockey um not only is there glass but there's also a netting around the entire um rink so like just in case like any pucks go up in the stands like it's not harming people because those pucks are really really heavy so i feel the same i feel the same should be done about baseball because i know the balls are not light the balls are are hard, but how hard they're hitting the ball is probably the problem. Thanks. Um, like how fast, because like people are like losing their eyesight, getting their skull fractured. Like people, one person have died. Like they said, a seventy nine year old woman died from a foul ball. Like it can get dangerous. Like I've seen those foul balls come at you, and you don't have no time to react. <laughs> so you know, girls, it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, I get that. So I think they should. Move. 
I think that they should think about like adding that to it because it's needed. It's 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 needed. Like you want to have, it's it's like you want to have the people come out to the games and to support the games, but you but you also want to make sure that uh, people are like you know safe and are not getting hurt. Right, and you can't like tell people not to oh don't sit in that section so you won't get hurt. Right. Like people want to sit there. Like, it's good seat. Right. <laughs> and it's not even that area either. Like, say, for instance, like, they, you know, you know how they hit, like, a, a foul ball. Like, they could hit it, like, on the side. Like, it just, yeah. I get it. I understand. I think, I think if they are going to think about that, I think that they should really consider it. It's needed. Yeah. It's really, really needed. I think so. Um, but I hope it Oh, but I hope it doesn't... Um. I don't know if people have a problem with the netting in general, but I hope it like if they do extend it, I hope it doesn't I hope, you know, it's not a problem for them, like seeing wise, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I think they should try it though and see how it works. So do you think they should do like a test trial? Like that right, right, exactly. Okay. Do a test trial and see, yeah. I get that. Okay. I think that's a good idea. I'm for that. Um, so let's ease on to, you know, our favorite topic, which is women and women empowerment. Last week, we told you guys about Wimbledon and about Coco Golf and how amazing that she is. Um, unfortunately, um, she did not make it to the end of the tournament. She did lose her match, I believe, which was on Monday. Uh huh. But I still feel that, um, for her being a 15 year old girl and and for her to even be able to play on this type of stage and get the recognition that she was getting, this is still only the beginning for her. Oh, for sure. She's young. She got a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Um, Serena is is no longer playing as well. She lost her most recent match. Well, that was the end of the Wimbledon. She's in second place. So she lost to uh, Simona Halep. Not okay. sure who that is, uh, but she's she's Romanian. She's from Romania. So okay. she became the first Romanian ever to win the Wimbledon, which congratulations. Okay, two snaps. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations <laughs> to her. You know, she beat Serena. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, because, like, I'm not familiar with the players in, like, in the other countries. So, like, I'm I'm happy that she is the first Romanian woman to win. So that's. Yeah, for their country, so like, um, like, really congrats to her. Yeah, and second place isn't bad. Like, I know, I know, probably in Serena's mind, it's probably like, all right, I didn't win, but then again, like, you made (laughs) it very in, so you still know, amazing tournament. Serena's no hater, you know. Oh, yeah, she is definitely no hater. (laughs) Serena, I know you saw her magazine cover the Oh, puns. Buns, no. <laughs> I love. Listen, touched. Listen, Serena. Serena is just Serena Williams. That's it, man. Serena, that, that was hot. That was hot. I was, like, I was, I was like, all right, come on, red bottoms. <laughs> I wasn't looking at the bottom. Well, <laughs> nobody was looking at the bottoms. <laughs> well, you have not seen the cover of the magazine. Please Google her name or 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 type in her name as a hashtag Instagram is gonna come up immediately. <laughs> she was bomb. That's that's all I'm gonna say. She was amazing. Yes. <laughs> she was amazing. Um 
So moving on and staying in the topic of women empowerment, we told you all last week as well that the um, um, U.S. Women National Soccer Team, they won them the World Cup. Whoop, whoop. The women came back this week, but I know for, I know for a fact that Wednesday was their parade. The women were living. In New York, right? Yeah, it was in, it was in New York. Mm-hmm. And the parade was the, was the same day as the ESPYs. The women were lit. Tea. Wow. My favorite, however, is Megan Rapino. Oh, she was she she was lit. <laughs> she was lit, lit, lit. You follow our Instagram. I um I shared one of the videos and I was like, we stand Megan Rapino. Cause she is like dope. Like love her. Like she was quoting like Nipsey Hustle quotes on her Instagram page. She did. Like if you if you don't understand like how big that is, like I don't know where you've been. <laughs> That's a big thing. Yeah, and then she you know she knelt during the national anthem. I'm like, okay, okay. Oh yeah. Um, and she has made it clear that if they do get an invite to the White House, that she will not be going. I the rest of her fellow, um, like you know, like teammates will follow suit. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> She's definitely not going. And I hope no, no one no, no from that team goes. Oh, uh, yeah. I hope they follow suit and be and be as one team and say, like, if if one of us don't go, we all don't go. Right. Um, I did see some of the parade. It was lit. And, like, that evening was the ESPYs. The ESPYs, as always. So they have, to, they have to parade and then the ESPYs the same day? It was the same day, yeah. Like the women had caught a plane, so um, I watched the women's um, national team um, give their speech when they won best team at the ESPYS. Congrats to them for that. Um, one of the players was saying like, um, um, we were on the plane. We got our makeup and stuff done on the plane, and then we came here. <laughs> so, oh wow, <laughs> it was like all within like the same day, I believe. Um. What? The ESPYS, as always, is very interesting to watch. Like, you get to see, like, some of your favorite athletes, like, dress up. Or some of your favorite, like, like sports commentators dress up. So, that's why I like it. And some of them be looking really fly. So, that's that's cool to just to see them in that type of element. Who's looking fly at the ESPYS? You know, got to give it to Russell Wilson and Sierra. They was, they, was, they was looking hard. Russell had to slick back. I'm like, what? The slick back hair. I'm like, okay, I see y'all. Oh, yeah. They're dope. <laughs> like, when you have a couple like Sierra and, and Russell Wilson, like, you can't you can't say much except, like, they're dope. Like, what is there to say? As a side note, in a personal um, like statement, I'm still waiting on that prayer that she made, but that's just neither here nor there. Um, y'all, still, y'all still waiting on that? Yeah, I'm, really. Yeah. Just some fun facts about some of the winners at the SB. Giannis, the Greek freak, he is now the NBA MVP, and he is now also the best NBA player at this SB. Nice. This has been a this has been a big year for him. This has been a big year. Of course, he he's gonna take this these moments like just from this year, and those moments right. are gonna help him become even greater in the next upcoming season. Um, so Alex Morgan won for best female athlete. Okay. She plays for the U.S. Women National Soccer Team. That's dope of her. Br- um, Brianna Stewart won for um 
best WNBA player, Stewie. Listen, and I am just not a I'm a fan of hers because like she did play for UConn. She currently plays for the Seattle Storm in the in the in the WNBA and she won her first championship in 2018. Um and Brianna also has four NCAA championships when she played at UConn. So I'm a fan of her just from those type of accolades, but also because like her name and my name are spelled the exact same way. So so yeah. No, okay. Got you. <laughs> um so listen, I got we got we got we gotta give it up for best comeback. You know, got best comeback. Who? St. Louis Blues. <laughs> oh yeah, best comeback. St. Louis Blues had the best comeback. Okay, shout so, out. We were dead last in the league in January. Yes, dead last. Shout yes. out to my team. Shout out to my team. Shout out. Woo woo. I think we're gonna ride this wave until the season oh, starts, and I'm okay for sure, for sure, and until the next season. Okay, they're still the champions until whoever's crowned. But they, they, they're still the champions. Oh yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. With it. Um, um, Zion Williamson, um, he won for best college athlete. I legit cannot wait um, for the season to start just so I can see all of the um, draftees and just see like what they bring to their mm-hmm. new teams. Mm-hmm. Because I have been catching some of them play in the in the summer league, and they've been balling. So we got best record breaking performance. So that went to Drew Brees of the New Orleans Saints when he broke Peyton Manning's career passing mark. And I actually saw that game, and that mm-hmm. that was pretty awesome. Like I cried because he got so emotional. Like I cried. But I actually seen that game when he broke Peyton Manning's record. I was like, congratulations. I I yeah. That was, and that's and that's huge. That's huge. His kids or his family was there to, to witness it. I was like, that that was that was amazing. That's a huge milestone, but because Peyton Manning is Peyton Manning, so if you so for you to break his record, that's that's something like next level. Um, oh, and while we're on like Drew Brees and like the New Orleans Saints, um. Uh, keep your thoughts and positivity with New Orleans because, like, we know they are experiencing flooding. Oh, yes, yeah, a Hurricane Barry. Listen, it's giving you flashbacks of, like, Hurricane Katrina. Exactly. So just just keep them in their entire city and your thoughts and your prayers. Yeah, Barry, Barry is, Barry, Hurricane Barry is making its way to Louisiana. It's made a landfall. So prayers, prayers, prayers. Always, always. And that's crazy. I just left Louisiana like the week before this happened. So, whew. That was close. Yeah. <laughs> At this year's ESPYs, me and Victoria's favorite player, Kobe Bean, he honored Bill Russell uh, with the Arthur Ashe Courage Award. Listen, if you don't... Oh, he did. He did. If you don't know who Bill Russell is... Oh, you just... Ugh, you're not a fan of basketball. Yeah, um, Kobe Bryant. Um, here are some words that he said about being wrestled. Um, he said vision, trust, and sacrifice. That's what lies at the heart of a champion in a small silver of in a small silver of of what's inside the mind of this basketball genius. I couldn't agree more. Okay. You know who Bill Russell is? I don't know, like, why you're a fan of the sport. So, <laughs> like. <laughs> you can't be a fan of this sport and not know who like the legends actually are. Like there are more legends than just Michael Jordan. 
Like it's people before him. Exactly. So shout out to Kobe. Like, you know, listen, I, I bleed purple and gold. I am a Lakers fan. We all know that I'm still I'm still not here for the whole LeBron wearing wearing purple and gold, but <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so we got best team, which uh, the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team won that category. Shout out to them. I think they earned it. Oh. They definitely earned it. Oh, yeah. And then we got best male and female tennis players. So best male is Roger Federer, who is the GOAT. And then we got Serena Williams, who is the GOAT. Oh, yeah. It's like two GOATs uh, always. Exactly. This is two GOATs. <laughs> Um, so you're like, those are some of my favorite highlights or, or favorite winners of this year's ESPYs. Um, if you missed it, you can always Google or YouTube ESPYs and watch like some of the award winning features because they're on there. Okay. Um, so let's transition from ESPYs and the women and let's kind of backtrack to the women's national soccer team. Um, if you all know, they did win. They are still on this journey of fighting for equal pay because they need it and it's, it should be well deserved. Um, according to reports, there are um, several senators um, who are pushing for like an equal pay hearing for like, they, these centers are pushing for an equal pay hearing in women and men's sports in total. So not just for soccer, um, but for all sports where me, um, it's 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 for all sports where um, like men and women both play the same exact sport. Right, and basketball too, which they deserve too. And I think it's needed. This hearing needs to be needed, and some changes need to be made. Um, let me just shoot you all a couple of some tidbits. So the U.S. Women's National Team players earn only 38% of what the means of what the men's teams earned in prior years, despite the fact that the women's team generated nine nine hundred thousand more in in revenue from fiscal years of 2016 to 2018. So if the women are winning more and generating more revenue, why weren't they getting paid what they are owed? But that was the thing, though. The thing was that the men were generating more than the women. So now are you saying that the women are now? Yes. Okay. Well, that was the issue. Yes. Um, as far as the WNBA goes, here's here's what I find funny about the NBA and the WNBA. So the maximum veteran player um, salary in the WNBA was 115000 last season. While the NBA players earn a minimum, so this is the minimum in the NBA. They earn a minimum of five hundred and eighty-two thousand. Mm-hmm. So a rookie is earning probably this salary in the in the NBA, whereas a veteran WNBA player who has been in the league, let's say like 13, 14 years, they're only earning about one hundred fifteen thousand. Yeah, that's whack. That's whack. Wow. That's whack. And a, a lot of these WNBA players, they have like NCAA championships. They probably have like rookie of the year um, trophies. They probably have like multiple championships too as well. So why are we not paying these women what they are deserved? Or, or what because they- nobody's looking at women to basketball. No one cares. Everyone cares about the NBA. Which sucks. It does suck. It really does. It sucks. 
So I hope that this hearing does happen, and I hope that when this hearing happens, that the people who are listening are listening and really taking in like what is being said and decide that changes need to be made. I agree. Because I feel that it's whack for WNBA players. If you don't know, um, WNBA players, their season is from like May through, I believe, September. A lot of them, like once their season ends, they go overseas and play. They play most of the full year. Right. And most of them make their salary plan overseas because people in other countries, they value them, so they pay them what they are worth. I should I should not have to go to like Russia or China and get what I'm earned. Whereas when I play here and, and I live in this country, I'm not getting what I'm earned or, or like, I'm not getting what I should be or, or I'm not getting like what I should be earning. Yeah. That sounds like the equivalent to like a teacher um, working during the school year and like doing other stuff during the, like the summer without. Right. That, that's like the equivalent. But yeah, um, that, that, yeah. That's whack. And then you have to think about if, what if they get injured if they're playing overseas? <laughs> for instance, for instance, the 2018 WNBA season, Brianna Stewart and the Seattle Storm, or they won the, the NBA championship. Brianna went over to her, like like to her other team in in like a whole different country and got injured with like a torn Achilles. She is out See? this entire WNBA season. She cannot play. That's why. So I win a championship here in the U.S. I go overseas because I have to. Because I have to. I get over there and then I get injured. So, so now I can't even play for them. And then I come back here and I, I can't play here at all. You can't even play at your main job because. <laughs> because I'm injured. <laughs> right. That's whack. That, that's so super whack. That's super whack. So I feel like changes need to be made not only in basketball but any sport where there is a men and women's equivalent. It I mean, needs to yeah, change. We all know how how tennis is. I I ain't getting to that. We all know how tennis works. <laughs> you know those women not getting paid nothing. So you know Serena like she she winning all these titles, not even getting paid as much as her male counterparts. So she got to do uh, she got to do uh, sponsors. She got to like. Do all this. She got a fashion. She can do this fashion thing. She got to do all that just to make her money because she's not getting it from tennis. It sucks, man. And I feel that's how she's getting paid. That's how Serena's getting paid through these uh, through endorsements. Yeah, endorsements. And she got her fashion thing going on. That's how she getting her money because the show ain't tennis. And I feel like that's whack, especially when a lot of these women, in some cases, are better than these male players. But that's just not. They were talking. I was on Twitter, right? And they were talking about there was a study that said one in eight men could beat Serena in a match point, like in a match. Oh. I've seen that, and I'm like, do you know what? Listen, who can return Serena's? Um, who can return Serena's? Um, what am I trying to say? Oh, uh, I'm trying to say. But can I? Do you know how fast her serves are? They're like over 100 miles per hour. Who's going to return that? It's always <laughs> trolls like, who are saying stuff like this with no facts, no no evidence like to support the garbage they spit out. 
Well, I, 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 I'm glad it was only that one out of the eight dudes that realized, well, seven out of the eight that realized they couldn't do it. You got that one dummy. It's, it's, always, the one. They can be it's always the one. It's always the one. I'm like, all right. It's always but, yeah, it's definitely women who are better than men. I don't get it, but you so know, the, 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 there's like a war against men versus women, and it shouldn't even be like that because a lot of these, a lot of these NBA players, they respect so much these WNBA players. Exactly, they have so much respect for them, and I think it's trash that the athletes res- respect each other. It's the fans who don't respect the women, right? A lot of men, like, I see all the time on, like, social media, they'll tell, like, if there's a highlight reel of, like, a WNBA game, like, they'll be like, oh, this cool or whatever, but, like, this cool or whatever, but I I can take her. I'll dunk on her. Right. Would you really? Like, could you really? Like, be honest with yourself. Like, could you really? I would love to see a random dude like who talks all this garbage say, "Yeah, I can straight take two bird in the game." No, you can't. <laughs> you, you cannot. <laughs> no, you can't. Like mm-hmm. you have to be honest with yourself. Like don't don't talk negatively on something if you've never actually sat and watched a WNBA game or never played or never played it like you know yeah like if you never played it how, how can you say things like this so if you don't take nothing else from this segment please understand that the women in any sport if there is a male counterpart the women need to be paid what they are worth we're not trying to be okay so w- women are not trying to be equal we just we just want respect man we just want our, our just just pay us like we're not trying to be equal to these men. We just want our money. <laughs> just that's, that's, that's what it is. That's all it is. That's um, it. So let's ease on over to like you know the word of the National Basketball Association. Not because, the game again. <laughs> um, because this off season <laughs> for some reason has been bananas, man. This offseason is giving me Avengers Infinity War anxiety. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Infinity War gave me so much anxiety. This and Marvel, it, they have to pay for me a therapist. But wow. This offseason has been Avengers Infinity War bananas. And every day. I'm waking up, well, like, when I read, like, a new update or, like, I get breaking news, it's like, wow. We, yeah. we doing this now? Okay. Um. So, so, before we get to the major headline, as you all know, um, Anthony Davis is going to the Lakers. Um, And it was first reported that LeBron James was gifting him his number 23. And so, LeBron was going to wear um, number six this upcoming season. However, um, reports have came back this week, and it states that um, LeBron will, will not swap number twenty-three until the twenty uh, until it, until the two thousand twenty twenty-one season, and it's basically because it's it's contractual. It's it's more so like um, contractual obligations with Nike. 
So like the deadline to to like change your number, it's in March. And so this trade happened after March. And so this particular like jersey swap number cannot happen because it's it's past the deadline. And because like Nike has already um like printed and distributed a lot of like you know like items with like LeBron's number already on it. And like they can't take their stuff off the shelves. But AD is going to wear um, um, the number six during this um, 19-20 season. Mm, okay. Well. All right. Next. No. <laughs> well, next on this, you know, <laughs> next, yeah, this docket of the basketball world. Um, The other day, Victoria texted me and was like, Russ going to the Rockets. Paul George, I mean, Chris Paul going to the Thunder. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. Dude, I seen this update. So this came out four and like, this came out four in four minutes. In four minutes, I got this notification that this move was happening. I was like, whoa, that's kind of. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing. We, we've all known since. The ending of the NBA season that the beard or baby beard, James Harden and Chris Paul were having some issues. We know that. Mm -hmm. And we also know that because um, Paul George has been traded to the Clippers, that like Russell Westbrook was like, you know, in the talks of like negotiating his future with the Thunder. We knew that as well. Nobody knew, however, this was going to happen. Well, we knew we knew Russell Westbrook would be traded at some point, but I thought he would but, be traded next season, not this season. Oh, I had a feeling it was going to be this season. <laughs> just, we just didn't know when I or did. or where. I thought it would have been like you know next season for like twenty twenty one, not nineteen twenty. Through me by loop. Well, you got Harden and uh, Westbrook playing together again. Um, didn't really quite work out when they were on the Thunder, but um, <laughs> I thought they played well together. It was like Westbrook, Hardy, Ibaka, Kevin Durant. They had a right. That was a, a pretty nice team. Okay, but they're not going to ring. <laughs> they're not going to ring, and Chris Paul ain't winning no ring. But I think the Rockets may be may be extra solid this season as to where they may come pretty pretty. They may reach. That mountaintop. I don't know. You know how I feel about Russell Westbrook, stat chaser. You know. Um, Listen, a lot of people hate Westbrook. I am one of the ones. You know. I want him to get a ring so bad. Like, but this gonna be James Harden's team. This ain't your team, Westbrook. This Harden's team. And that's where that I think is going to be some conflict. They are both like um, dominant players on separate yep. teams. Exactly. It's- Odd to see them on one t- on one team together because it's gonna be like, so who bringing the ball up court? Me or you? <laughs> like, <laughs> who bringing the ball up? Me or you? I mean, um, I, I don't know. We just like to see. It's really, it's really taking me by a loop here. So now you present the question of who is going to be the better duo. So the duos are going to be um, Russell Westbrook and James Harden, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, 
and mm-hmm. eventually it's going to be Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, and and don't forget Steph and Clay. We can never forget Steph and Clay. They so, all do. You know how they have like the super teams, like the three, like the three top, like the three big dogs of the team. Now this season is going to be all about the duos. Yeah, it's all about the duos. Yeah, and then. So, you know, Russell Westbrook, he played with the Thunder, like, since he basically started his career. Because, you know, he got drafted by the Seattle Supersonics, which no longer is a team. Right. But, yeah, he's been with the Thunder for, like, his whole career. So, I mean, you know, he thanked the, he thanked the city of Oklahoma. Or, I mean, the – wait. Oklahoma's a state. <laughs> he thanked the state of Oklahoma – you but know, it's, it's still it's still Oklahoma City, so that it's a city. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That out. <laughs> okay. So yeah, he thanked the city. You know, his Instagram post. You know, he thanked them. So he had a good run. So it's gonna be odd seeing him in a a rocky jersey. It is just like it was odd seeing LeBron in a Laker jersey. It was it was odd seeing LeBron in a Miami Heat jersey, but I'm not- it was it, that too. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's yeah. like with any of these trades, we just gotta see, gotta wait until the season start, see how it's gonna be. With that in mind, with the five duos I presented until the season starts, because because I have seen Steph and Clay play together, I'm going to go with them for now because I've seen them play together. I know what the Splash Brothers can do together. Yeah, but um, he's supposed to come back, right? Is he supposed to be off for like uh, a couple months? Yeah, he's like, supposed to be off until like February, right? Oof. Um, well, well uh, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> NBA season, it's this off season has been one for the books. That's what I will say. Oh, and speaking of, so Kawhi Leonard's his deal originally was for four years. He has actually gone back and renegotiated to his deal is now just for three years. Right. So he's going to be a new, he's going to be a, a free agent again in 2021. Right. Why is not here for long-term, for the long-term teams? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Kawhi, like, listen, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to try to work something out with y'all. If we don't get no ring for like doing my time here, I'm out. So now with Chris Paul, so I don't know. I listen. I don't know who is going to be there to help him. Well, first of all, Chris Paul may not end up on the Thunder. They're talking about trading him um, to Miami. He are like prominent in the discussions to get Chris Paul, but there are other possibilities. But he may not stay with the Thunder. So. I mean, for this trade to even have happened, Chris Paul and James Horton must have really been at odds. What's going to happen now with the State Farm commercial? Uh, no more. <laughs> no more of those. <laughs> What's going to happen with the State Farm commercial? No. Like, I'm being for real. Like, what's going to happen with the State Farm commercial? Oh, now. Oh, okay. Yeah, but but okay. So 
I said that the Heat were in talks to get Chris Paul. So they need somebody to help Jimmy Butler because, you know, he's on the on the Heat. So they need somebody, like a second person, to, like, help Jimmy Butler on their team to, like, get him into the uh, top, like, the top team in the Eastern Conference. Like, they need some help. So I don't know if he's going to end up on the Heat, Chris Paul, but I don't think he's standing on Thunder. That's for sure. I don't think he's staying in Oklahoma. Mm, I don't know, but I will say this. The Western Conference is loaded. It can be any team on the West now. It can be any team. Yeah. The West is very loaded and stacked. It could be any team. And 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 I think that makes for great basketball. This season is going to be amazing. It's not just going to be like we already know who's going to be the dominant team. It's not going to be that. It's going to be like these teams have to play every night on four wins. It's it's not going to be easy anymore. All right, so your boy Iggy. Let's talk about your boy sad. Iggy. Andre Iguodala. So there are talks of the Rockets and the Clippers. They're in a pursuit of a trade for Iggy. But uh, Grizzlies is maybe asking for too much, you know. So I don't know. We'll have to see about that. I'm still so sad about Iggy, but okay. Um, I do know the Warriors, they have also waived Sean Livingston. Okay. Um, I'm not sure where he's going, but they did waive him. Um, mm-hmm. I do know that Sean did say that he is not ready to retire as of yet. Okay. Um, so... This season is going to be because, like, like for the last couple of seasons, it has been the Warriors. Like, it's going to be odd to like, like I'm all I'm here for like it being a new team, being a champion. Like, I'm like the um, it's the Raptors won this year. Great, fine for that. But now it's like it can be any team. It can be the Rockets. It can be the like the Lakers, um, the Clippers, the Warriors. It can be anybody on the West. It's a lot of teams like who are stacked with great players now. Right. And then once Kevin Durant is healed, I mean the I'm listen, the Brooklyn Nets might be a team to look out for. Yeah, we'll have to wait till next season for that one. <laughs> and then you know the Knicks, but whatever. Uh, Knicks they blew it once again. I'm sorry. They blew it. Always blew blowing. it. Always blowing <sighs> it. I feel so sad for them. I need for I'm gonna need for Spike Lee to just be the team. So question, do you think Carmelo Anthony should come back to the NBA? Do you okay. Um I know a lot of people who liked Melo. Um I think that Carmelo Anthony Mm-hmm. I think he shined really well when um when, when he played for the Nuggets, and then I also think he shined really well when he played for the Knicks. Um, I'm not sure like what happened, or I kind of know what happened with him on the Knicks, and I feel that like after that, I don't think he shined anywhere else. So um, he didn't play this past season, correct? Or did or he did play, but it wasn't. I don't think long. so. Um. Uh, I don't. Um, I feel like in winning four gold medals does not say like it doesn't equal like you winning um, an NBA championship. I know. Um, 
I don't know because I'm not sure if Melo has been like you know in the gym, like still working out. Like I'm trying to get ready for a team to like check him out. So I can't say like I don't think I don't think that he should come back, or, or I can't say that I don't think that he shouldn't come back. Um, I know that he loves this sport. Um, there, there are some reports that say that he 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 is considering retirement now, but like so if he doesn't end up with a team within the next couple of months, then it just might be his his option. And that might be the thing for him. Like you had a great run. Ah, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. It is very unfortunate. But um, I don't know. but like if if no other team like really is looking for you, or the other teams are not scouting you, like what can you do? Yeah. Like you had a great run, like like when it was your time, and I and I get that, like that's sometimes hard to hear, but it is what it is. I don't know, but him being a veteran, he's he's a veteran. Um, oh yeah, you gotta learn how to like adapt to the style of play that's going on, but then you gotta right. learn how to play a lesser role. You know, cause you you a vet, like you your game gonna go down a little bit. Like you older, yeah. Sometimes you gotta like take take that lesser role, and you know, I think that was his problem though. But and like some teams didn't really want to be bothered with that. But uh, I don't know. It's unfortunate. It's really hard to say. Yeah. Really um, before we close out, I want to end on some positivity. Um, Bradley Beal, who plays for the Washington Wizards, he is from St. Louis, a graduate of Chaminade. Oh, okay. Okay. Bradley Beal has joined the ownership group for Powerplex. So basically, he's going to, if you're from here, the St. Louis Mills is going to be turned into a Powerplex or like some type of building or group building like for like sports and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. And so the Powerplex on um, when it's like up and running, the Powerplex will host more than 180 major sports tournaments and special events per year. The public private partnership um, will include six major sports venues, um, 13 restaurants, hotels, and more um, than a dozen sports focused on uh, retail stores. Many of the venues were opening early 2020. Um, I think that's really dope. Like for him to bring that back to his hometown and and just to bring something good to the city. Like that's amazing. I'm here wow. for it. Wow, I'm actually looking at, looking it up. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm here for it all. I'm glad they're redoing the like 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 Bree said. If you're from St. Louis, then you know what the meals is, <laughs> and it's like non-existent. <laughs> But to see them turning this into this to the complex, that's that's pretty dope. It's a desert, basically. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay, that that mm. brings some revenue. Yeah. Um. Before we close out, I want to say thank you to all of the people who have been following us on social media, um, especially the the Instagram page. It, it may not be a lot to you all, but for us, and we're like a new podcast, we recently broke 100 followers. Okay. 
Shout to us. Uh, if you do, if you do not follow us on social media, the Instagram, as always, is WDWKAS Podcast. And our Twitter is what do women know one and know is K-N-O, the number one. So yeah, follow us. We do respond. Um, make sure you are listening to the podcast, subscribing. Um, I respond to everybody who writes on the Instagram. I, I usually respond like from the Instagram account. Um, yeah, I love the interaction that like we've been getting and we've been getting some new support, which is which is really dope. Um, so like, yeah. Shout out to you. Appreciate it's, it. It's man. greatly appreciated. Like, thank y'all. Um, this was a great episode, Victoria. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hopefully we get some more crazy trades next week. <laughs> listen, I can't listen. I'm already needing therapy for more. Have to pay for my other set of therapy then. <laughs> well, as always, I am Brie Nicole. And I'm Vicky D. Peace. Peace out.